everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in again. So this second chat in the Cycling Chat series is, is with Biola Babawale, the chair of the All Women's Cycling Club, Velocity Posse. Um, and at the time of talking to Biola, I hadn't actually met her. This is back in July. Um, but I subsequently did meet her in August. Um, and true to the slogan of the club, Femme Brutale, boy does she put the power down when she decides to. Um, it was a really great blast chatting to her about all things cycling, what she loves, breaking down barriers. So I hope you enjoy this one as much as I did. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Hey. Hey, Fee. Hi, Viola. How are you? We've done it. We have done it. What? Seven and 46 <laughs> seconds. We have connected like this. I know. <laughs> it's awesome. So amazing. amazing to see you. Amazing to see you. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. I had a day off, so I did a bit of cycling with one of my mates. Um, so, perfect start to the day. Oh, very jealous, very jealous. The weather's been not too, not too bad where I am. Has it been all right where you are? It's been okay. We um, It's kind of been changeable, but actually this morning was fine. Um, we went out to Hyde Park, which is really nice. Just like wandering around, not too many tourists. It was, yeah, it was perfect. Oh, that's lovely. That is lush. And, and are you ready for the weekend? Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that was a big yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you sound like I feel I'm so, so ready. I'm so ready for the weekend. It, it, it's, it's possible there's one or, one or two one or two beers waiting for me in the fridge downstairs, I think, after this. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just as, as, we, as we wait for a few more people to join in, I mean, what have you got planned? Have you got any big plans or small plans for the weekend? So I'm meeting up with a friend um, tomorrow. I'm going to go early doors to Regent's Park um, and just yeah, just do some laps. Um, it'll be the first time in ages I've seen him since since actually the start of lockdown. So I'm really excited to catch up with him and see how he's been doing. And oh, then wow. on Sunday, I am seeing two of my mates who have just uh, got into cycling recently. And um, I can't wait to hear about all their exploits. And uh, yeah. How about yourself? Um, not too dissimilar, actually, weirdly. Um, except for Regent's Park, I'm going to do a little recce there on Sunday, actually. Criminally, I've never actually been to Eden's Park to do any cycling. So what? I know, I know, I know, I know. Terrible. So I'm I'm in Kent. So on our doorstep, we've got some really good rides without having yeah. to go to London. So I do that. Um, but tomorrow is my daughter's, my youngest daughter's birthday. So she's super excited. And I should say, I mean, you're used to it. People work from home. You, they could burst in any moment. I can hear them. Yeah, I can sort of hear them in the background, actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> They, they know, but they, they might well join. But um, yeah, I think we've got a few more people that have tuned in and joined. I've seen Alison here. I've seen Matt. Um, welcome. Steph as well, I've seen join. So I think if, if it's all right with you, I guess it's 7.03. Should we, should we kick off? Or should yeah, I do a quick introduction and then, and then you could do the same? Yeah, sure. Excellent, excellent. So first and foremost, thank you, everybody that's joined Viola and I today. My name's Kofi, if you, if you don't know who I am. I'm the founder of Ride for Unity, and the idea behind this uh, cycling chat series is is to really, um, hopefully, hear the stories of a wide range of cyclists to inspire and uh, encourage others to hopefully get hooked on this sport that we all love and enjoy. So, without too much more from me, um, I hand over to Biola. Maybe Biola, you could just give us a quick introduction as to who you are, really. 
Sure. Um, so I am a born and bred South Londoner, based, and also I'm still based in and around South London in Brixton. Um, I am the chair of Velocity Posse, which is an all women's club. And um, I basically have started really cycling properly maybe two years ago. Um, before that, I um, kind of first kind of got on my bike when I was a kid. I was tearing up. Um, the local BMX tracks with, with not oh, BMX right. with a mountain bike because you know I'm very rock and roll and I break the rules <laughs> <laughs> and um, since then so um, in my adult life I um, went to uh, first kind of went back onto the bike when yeah. I came to London for uni yeah. and I had no money and I needed to be able to get to my to UCL from yeah. Brixton and I couldn't really fed for the tube or bus fare so I basically bought a second-hand bike and I had one of these wonderful free uh bike ability courses which you can get from your local authority okay. not a lot okay. know about that but you know just go on your local authority exact bike ability um um kind of course and basically they meet you and they cycle with you to a route and they kind of show you about kind of pinch points in traffic and how to navigate it and basically gives That's you that confidence on the road that's fantastic. No, thank you so much for sharing that. So, so in terms of um, your introduction back into uh, cycling, it sounds as though you've done a few things since getting back into it. So, chair of Velocity Posse. I think you missed out one one organisation that we talked about previously. So, yeah. the yeah. WOCC as well. Yeah, so, the Women of Colour yeah, group. Yeah. Yeah, the Women of Colour South group. I think Alison is part of that. He's tuned in at the minute. So. Tell us a bit about maybe Velocity Posse, like who, who, who are Velocity Posse and what's your involvement in that and also with the Women of Colour Cycling Group as well, just because some people may not know. Sure, sure, sure. So um, Velocity Posse, as mentioned, all women's group, um, cycling club, we started off as um, mainly focusing on track as a team and then we kind of opened it up and now we are very much focused on trying to get more women into cycling. So we're a little bit different because we don't specialise. A lot of clubs offer, you know, your weekly club runs on your Saturday and Sunday, whereas our focus is more on kind of slow and uh, fast skill sessions, really trying to get up your bike handling um, skills. and But also um, the fast sessions, which we would do, we would do alternate with um, slow sessions. We do them at Lee Valley Velo Park. And so that's your chance to try and practice, get your fitness up and also practice those bike handling skills at pace. So it's kind of like a nice and like a traffic free controlled environment. Yeah. So that's Velocity Posse. And then the Women of Colour group, as you mentioned, I'm also part of. So one of the things we try and put together a a really like safe space for women of colour to kind of come together we, within a group. We have uh, women of colour from different um, kind of bike experience and ability so you have your commuters or all those people who are just interested in getting into cycling all the way up to like super smashers um so like wow. semi-pro kind of track cyclists okay. and like road racers so it's just really nice environment just to talk about whatever questions you might have about bikes and about feelings about getting into yeah. club cycling you know you know just anything and everything is open open so it's just a really good environment we tend to meet once a month to have a conversation um we were meeting at look mum no hands um and then unfortunately because in shortage 
Yes, in Shoreditch, okay, exactly, okay. central location. But then because of um, COVID, we've moved online. And yeah. what's been quite nice is that we have members all across the country. So with the Zoom calls, we're actually to meet, able to kind of see some of our friends in Cardiff and all oh, around the UK. Oh, that's brilliant. I've got to say, like, with Velocity Posse, I was talking to some friends on, on Wednesday. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. And um, I was saying that we're going to be doing this chat. And they're like, oh, yeah. One of them was Gavin. I think he's on here, actually, all the way up in Scotland. He's like, they're those guys. The guys, they're the ladies that have that amazing kit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty Larry. Super striking, really, super striking. Was that something that was in place before you got involved? Or is that something that you helped develop, really? Oh, no, that's been in place since um, since I've, you know, since I've known Velocity Posse yeah. and since I've been involved. Um, that was, that predates me. That kit was also one of the things which really caught my eye, as well as the, the, kind of the tagline, Femme Brutale, which is really kind of being strong and being a woman. And, you know, this is, we are also present as well. So. I love, I love all of that. I mean, from, from you getting into cycling from UCL, it sounds like your immersion into cycling has got, pretty uh in, intense or um immense in terms of you catching the bug pretty badly i think there's some more that maybe you hadn't touched upon which is i guess the, the level of involvement you've got in actually cycling now because being the chair of velocity being involved in wocc is great but as a cyclist what, what's your thing do you do you ride um socially purely do you do a bit of racing do you do some sporties every now and then so I um, I dabble in lots of different things, um, and it's just because I am very enthusiastic and I love throwing myself into stuff. Um, and so with Velocity when I first started off, I was kind of doing more the social sort of riding, and I still really do that. And um, a lot of the, my club mates were um, getting into racing and doing racing and at track and also road races and crits. And I'd go along and I'd support them. And I was like, this is, the atmosphere would be so much fun on the track, but also outside of it. And, you know, I really wanted to get involved. So I started riding a road bike in uh, June 2018. And I did my first race in January 2019. Um, oh <laughs> that's why I mean frame myself. But it was just great because, like, all my teammates were super in, um, encouraging and just said, look, you know, your first time is always going to be hard because it's the first time you're doing something. But it's so much fun. And, you know, I, t I rocked up to Lee Valley. I was so nervous. It was a E1234 uh, race. And um, I didn't really know what to expect. But just as a testament to just the women's race scene, you had um, in that race people who are super strong like they were uh one twos uh cat one twos and um you know obviously off off the like first 10 seconds i think it was probably even less than that and I'd never like I'd never like pushed myself that hard I'd never like you know just like I couldn't believe I could go so fast and you know what was just so lovely as well on on the circuit was that you know I got lapped several times let's be honest but every time um the kind of the peloton or like the group passed me you know the women some of the women would be like come on and they shout out my number because they didn't know my name like come on keep going keep pushing and I think that really just sums up so encouraging and that sums yeah. up you know women's racing because on the outside it might seem like all oh, these are really like hardcore really serious super competitive you need to have you know your ftp whatever an ftp is it needs to be like 
three thousand or whatever, but it's actually just really fun. So it sounds like it's a, it's a, there's a support there, and it sounds like the camaraderie is strong in there as well, which is, which is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So we'll come back to a little bit more about, you know, I guess your enjoyment of cycling a little later on, if you don't mind. But when you were starting out, um, I did want to ask you a little bit about, I suppose, um, the importance of, of role models um, and, and, and how important that it was to you. Was that something that was at all important to you at all, or, or did you kind of, go off your own steam, you're like, I want to do this cycling, I'm just going to do it, and, and that was the end of it. I think it was a bit mixed. So, evidently, I self-selected into all women's clubs. That kind of tells you already, like, I was looking for a certain kind of more, more for me, what would be more supportive kind of group. So that was mm-hmm. one. And then two as well, when um, when I joined Philosophy Posse, um, Yui was in the, in the club, and she was kind of quite um quite visible she was actually in my first skill session and I didn't have a bike at that time so she lent me her bike um so I would say yeah um so I would say um it's kind of it's important but I'm also I'm used to being in environments where I'm the only black female so at work and other environments like that and one of the things I think it's very easy for someone like me um, to say is that, well, because I've done it and I'm used to being the only black woman in the room, that's completely fine. Why don't other people just get over and go uh, get over it and just do it if they want to do it? And I think that kind of, for me, that's a slight, quite significant myopia to think that everyone has the same sort of personality, the same sort of background. I'm used to being like being the only black female in the in the room. What about people who aren't? So I think in terms of kind of representation, it is really important because you want that diversity, not just as as a kind of tick box, but you want kind of diversity of personalities, diversity of experience within the sports, within the things that you get into. And having like someone who's not used to just basically being like, having to basically use their head to break brick walls, you know, seeing an environment which is, can be so, um, so kind of like monotone, if you like, in terms of like diversity, you have to kind of think from the outside, is there a reason why people are self-selecting not to go into that? Yeah. Wow. That is, um, there's a bit to unpack there, definitely. And I think, you know, it touches upon, not to promote too much, but it touches upon, I guess, why, I think ride for unity is, is an important thing because, you know, we get that cyclists come in all different sizes, shades, shapes, sexes. And it's the idea is that together, you know, irrespective of where you come from, we all ride together, which is, the you know, the central ethos. And I think going back to what you said about the diversity piece, I think it, it just enriches life, really. And one of my old CEOs once said that when we were trying to hire some people, he was like, look, I, I'm not interested in everyone being a carbon copy of everyone else. What I'm really interested in is a diversity of thought, and you really get that when you have a diversity, I suppose, of backgrounds. Um, so, no, thank you for sharing that, because um, you, don't, you don't necessarily always need to think about it when you're used to, like you are, like I am, just being um, so representative in, a, in an organisation or wherever it might be. Um, so that's cool. So on that, on that subject of representation role models, are there a couple of cyclists that you would pick out you would say, hmm, yeah, those people are people that I look up to that I aspire to. Because last week we had Abby Dentis on, on, I don't know if you caught that one. Um, yeah. And she picked out Marianne Voss and she picked out, you know, the amazing multiple title winning um, Christina Vogel as well. So um, 
um, Holland and, and Germany in the house in that regard. Are there, are there any cyclists that you would reference as, as aspirational in your mind at all? I I would, and I those 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 women are kind of the greats. I for me um, maybe because I I'm not sort of brought up in the cycling tradition and cycling history. I yeah. can only look to my immediate kind of community and who I've seen just doing absolutely amazing things um, for cycling and especially for diversity, for women, for women of colour. For me, I think there's three. Um, there's um, Yui, Yuande, yeah. and there's also... Adesida. yes. Yes, I did see... <laughs> I think I did hey. see her, like, write something. Hey, Yui. <laughs> Hi, Yui. Yes, you. Um, and um, I think she's, she's definitely broken down um, lots and lots of barriers. Very approachable. Really, like, she does so much for the sport, I think. Um, so I think she comes to the top of my list. Um, and then also second on my list, uh, but this isn't in no order of, like, in, like, importance, but just rather just number two is... Um, a lady called Liz Hughes, who rides for um, Team London. So she is, she's an interesting lady because she's not necessarily so like um, in the media kind of attention, but she's she works tirelessly for to promote women's cycling. When you go to kind of any a lot of the races which are put on on in London by Team London. Um, She'll be there doing, taking part in the coaching sessions, kind of demonstrating how to take corners. She um, was really part of the kind of quick training sessions which were put on um, last year, which um, my club kind of specialised and uh, led led out. So she's someone who doesn't kind of isn't you know your in the media spotlight, but just works so hard to increase yeah. and is so approachable as well. So I definitely want to shout out to her. And then another lady who is um, Faye Smith, who is our Velocity Policies Development Officer. So she mentioned the crit training sessions. That was kind of her, her brainchild, if you like. Um, she um, put together, she's our coach extraordinaire within Velocity Posse. She put together a whole series of trainings to try and in- break down the barriers of um, for women to get into kind of quits and improve the kind of the crit um, kind of women's participation by kind of putting together this program. She highlighted there's so many different skills that you can break down and you can actually get better at and actually means that, you know, you get comfortable with a racetrack like the Velo Park and suddenly actually turning up to a race isn't such a big deal because you're intimately aware and you know this track inside and out and you know how to, like, um, you know how to smash it, basically. And I think, for me, she's, she's, those three really are great. Uh, it's amazing. And I, I say, Liz um, and Fair, I, I hadn't come across, but I do some research, do some learning on that. Yuri, I've been seeing and, and I've had the pleasure of speaking to her. I know that she's doing some great work with some you know, pretty major brands at the moment. And I, I, I rate her, rate you, Yuri, if you're still tuning in, for uh, teaching me how to actually use rollers because I thought I was good. 
I can I can I can start the rollers holding on. And I saw a video recently where she self started on rollers by herself, and I was like, "You lady, you're crazy. You are actually crazy." But <laughs> it's just <laughs> super impressive that I mean, she, she could do that. So brilliant. Hopefully, we can get to talk a bit more about her background one of these days. So good. So just um in terms of uh, future cycling plans, if we could touch upon that, um, do, you, do you have any sort of plans for the future in terms of what you might do with regards to cycling? Yes, I do. Um, so I, because the race season is sort of kind of been a bit of a washout, um, I've really been enjoying just doing really nice long rides. And um, so one of the things I've sort of want to go back to is I want to go back to doing track mm -hmm. which is going to be awesome and HHV has just opened up so my um, club is trying to do Friday night sessions at the tracks so that I'm just so excited for them I can't I can't tell you um so I can't wait to get going on that and then I um, have been cycling with one of my friends who I actually met through the Women of Colour group. And she does like some really like lots of different disciplines. She loves uh, mountain biking and I've never done it before. And so that is going to be my next challenge to try mountain biking to just okay. like just tear up some trails, basically. <laughs> that would be amazing. I've, I've never done it. I need, I mean, I could, I could start, maybe I get another bike. but also 
um, just basically being able to pace yourself, understanding how you feel on the bike, kind of the gears, all of that type of stuff, and just like finding that rhythm. And by like the end of the week, you know, I'd made some truly great friendships, great friends. And that was forged through the adversity of getting up these bloody hills. They're not hills, mountains, mountains. They weren't hills, they're mountains. And, um, you know, by the end of the week, I actually sort of really came to love them. I came to love the scenery and came to appreciate them. And just being able to just keep going, getting into my own rhythm, just keep going on these hills and just... You know, as as a cyclist and as a person, I love challenges and just going through that, just looking back where I started to where I finished mm. and the friends, just like the whole atmosphere around it was just, it was just great. It was fantastic. It's, it's amazing hearing you talk about it because it kind of takes me to that place I can kind of <laughs> identify with, you know, because when you're on the bike, it is, it's you, it's you and this machine. And you're trusting that this machine and your legs and your lungs and everything else are going to get you to the destination. Um, and when you talk about it in that way, like I can just, it transports me. Many, many memories that I share with you another time. Maybe we'll grab a beer or something and we'll go into it. So, no, thank, thank you on that. And um, I, I wanted to ask actually about you know, knowing what you know now. Like if there's some people that are going to be tuned into this who are going to be super advanced in their cycling like see you you just said she's still here she's on here um there's other people that are going to be starting out in their cycling journey maybe not sure if it's for them but you know hopefully we can showcase that different people can get into cycling and all of it the same um if you know now if you're knowing what you know now should i get my words out and you were to go back is there some advice that you would give to yourself starting out again or or maybe share with anyone else thinking about um, what do i need to think about what do i need to do in terms of I think for me, a key piece of advice is really find the group that you're comfortable with, because I think there's so, if you go online, there's lots of different cycling clubs and they offer kind of different things for different people. And Mm -hmm. if, for example, you go onto a cycling club website, which is kind of telling you, you need to be riding at a minimum speed, you need all of these different things, you need to be able to change like a whole put together a whole bike you know those type of things I can't do that I can't do that that. and you feel like oh this cycling is for me that's because you're probably looking at a club that's probably not for you there's loads of clubs which are kind of really great at entry level cycling if you're just getting into it and they offer lots of different things. I mentioned the Velocity Posse, what we offer. Then I know there's other clubs which do great intro rides as well, where it's no drop, you know, there's no minimum speeds. Um, you know, there's lots of different kind of clubs out there. Everyone and so I just stays say... together, really, yeah. Exactly, exa- everyone stays together. And so I just implore people, just don't be put off by lots of people on like where there's so many clubs out there where mm-hmm. you know for our for our sessions we you can turn up on a non-road bike you you can turn up without a road bike as i did um you can turn up in like jeans or like jogging yeah. you don't need to be in lycra so just i just implore you not to be put off by the image of of like lycra and having being super hardcore and you know all this like 
jargon. I mentioned SEPs and thresholds and zone one, zone, zone six or whatever, you know, don't be put off by that. Just go into the sport for the love of it. And then all of that stuff, if you're interested in it, that can come. And if you want to go down those rabbit holes, please do. But just... <laughs> you, can, you can get lost in it. That'd you can that, if you want great. to. Really but just, and just honestly, get, come back to like the love of cycling. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I love that. And, um, I've got to share just a quick story. And we've had some questions, actually. So I definitely want to touch on some of those. But just um, I can completely relate with the, finding the right kind of club. Because a few years back when I had fewer children, I um, thought... I'd have time to join a cycling club and I won't name names because it's not about sort of put people on blast on it but cycled with one particular club a couple of times and it was that kind of thing where you either hang on for dear life or you get dropped and I remember just being fearful of the fact that if I didn't keep up with them I didn't really know the route and I was just going to get lost and that wasn't enjoyable so I rode a couple of times with, with them and tried another club and then I found one a local club to where I am so um, run out of sort of SE twenty cycles. A guy called Winnie that um, runs that uh, Penn Cycling Club actually, and I rode with them for a fair few uh, times. And the best thing about it was it was no drop. Everyone would just stay together, and me and we'd come back to Winnie's shop and have beers and talk nonsense. And if there was cycling on the TV, we'd watch that and just talk more nonsense about bikes. And it, there was a real sense of camaraderie in so far as we didn't. No one knew what anyone else did. It wasn't about what's your job, where you're from, but it's just like you like a bike you ride a bike, you can drink a beer, you're in, you know, and I think that that kind of inclusiveness is something that many people could uh, could um, benefit from. So look, without too much more, because I can go on, you know me, I can chat and chat and chat. Let me have a look and see some of these questions that we've got, if I can work the technology. So, oh, we've got Mr. Niadi, if you're still here, can you give us a wave? If he's still here, he's asked, what is your favourite bike? I don't know if that um, type of bike or brand of bike or take it where you will. Uh, okay, so for me, my favourite bike is the one that I um, I first bought um, when I joined Velocity Posse, which is um, a black, matte black, uh, specialised uh, Dolce, stealth made, and I've called her Black Panther. And I like that. she. <laughs> She is just awesome. I race with her. I, I yeah, that's that's my favourite bike. Amazing, amazing. And let me just have a look and see what else we've got. So the Black Panther Specialized. I also ride Specialized. Um, I have one or two of those. And then oh, Matt Shreves jumped in. He said Water. I think this is in relation to the coach you're talking about. He said what what alleged so Water's got yeah. there. Um, and have a look. I think this is Alison's asking, have I seen someone squat? I'm not sure. Who, who, seen who squat? Maybe this is in reference to... Oh, yes, Yui. Yui. Yeah, yeah, Yui can... Yeah, yeah, Yui squats are just legendary. I, I mean, I look on Instagram, I'm like, holy cow, holy moly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, I haven't seen that, but I think Yui used to row, I think, if I'm right, and then transfer yes, to... Yes, she did. Okay, okay, so I'll check that out and then make myself feel like this big because I can lift like <laughs> one of the ways that she does. <laughs> She's killing me on the rollers. She'll be killing me on the waves as well. Um, and then I think we've got one other question um, from Ribena Likes to Run. Um, and she's asked, it would be good to know about potential future training camp ideas. Have you got any ideas around future camp training ideas? 
To be honest, um, I've only been on one, so I would not be the best person to ask for that. Um, the one that I went on was organised by uh, Watto, uh, Coach Watto. And um, so he maybe he'd be a great person who you could get in touch with. And he's super friendly, so he'll 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 be happy to give some advice. Okay, awesome. And then one other question just popped in from Aquaba Yoga. Hey, Aquaba Yoga, that's my, my brother from another mark. He's believing um, <laughs> that. If you like yoga, you need to check out Aquaba Yoga. 12.30 every Sunday. Every Sunday he leaves a session and it's lots of flexibility. And, good stuff. and he's asked what your favourite mountain to climb would be. Do you have a, a, a mountain that you'd be keen to tackle one day? I know you said you kind of avoid the hills, but you have to pick one. Is there, is there a mountain that you'd like to go on? Um, so I don't really know about the, the different types of mountains or kind of topography or whatever, but I will tell you the mountain that I really loved in um, Calpain. I'd love to maybe do that in another country, but yeah. I really liked it. It was kind of like... Um, I would say average, maybe six, seven percent gradient, and you kind of get into your mode, and you kind of you kind of plod along, and then it was so beautiful because it was tree lined, so you got this variability of um, of landscapes, which kind of keeps you motivated, and you just sort of don't get too hot, and because it was in Spain, it was quite warm, um, and so I really liked that, just like, and also just. Yeah, that's and I have to say I I'm less a big fan of when the gradient kicked up to like 15, 20 percent on the mountain. I prefer it when it's like slow and steady and I can just like yeah. keep going. I understand that it hurts, but that's fine. Just keep going. Just keep going. Amazing. Amazing. Well, that, that's a good one. Cafe, we have to check that out. I've never been and I don't even know where it is. actually. Where is that? It's in Spain. Okay, right. So, so many yeah. places in the world I need to check out. So, let yes. me take some notes from you on that for sure. I think just last question because I think we're we're almost there in terms of. I said ten minutes, and you know me, like we're we're, <laughs> we're over that by far. But it's been really, really great. But I was just going to say, lastly, just for anyone listening that's not been on a bike for a while or whatever, like what what is it about cycling that I guess you love? Because that's the thing that I'm really trying to get to in terms of what brings people into cycling and keeps them there once they're there. You know? I think so. I think a lot of people would probably say challenges and say, you know, pushing yourself. For me, it's really about the friends and the community. You know, even though, you know, when I talked about racing and I talked about going to Calpe and all of that type of stuff, it's really been the friends that I've made and the friends that I enjoy the sport with. I can, you know, on the weekend, like, for example, tomorrow I'm going, I'm meeting up with a friend early doors to kind of uh, go cycling. I wouldn't, I love my friends outside of cycling a lot, but. Up at 5 a.m. to go meet. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I like my friend and I like cycling with him. And so, like, he's got this life which, you know, he works. So he has to fit it in around it. And so, you know, I'll get up at time to, like, go see my friends. And, you know, also, I, I'm a bit of an early bird as well. And I love getting up and going cycling and like watching the sunrise and you, you can't those type of things you can't put a price on it so no, you can't you can't no i i, I five o'clock is a new one on me i can't i haven't done that but <laughs> i can definitely identify with what you're saying about 
catching up with friends, seeing some beautiful things. And I really hope that from people watching this, they've been inspired. Because I think, as I said, the whole idea of this platform, this forum, is to try and demonstrate and showcase the wonderful diversity within cycling. We don't always see that. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood and all that good stuff, inspire other people to think, right, you know what? I'm going to take that up. I'm going to be part of that. Because if you can do it, if Fiona can do it, if Kofi can do it, then, then why not? Why why don't we get involved? So you've been amazing and thank you so much. But before we go, so in terms of where people can find Velocity if they want to get involved or WOCC Women of Cycling, um, Women of Colour Cycling Club, how can they find you just so that people can check you out? So we are all on Instagram and we also have on Velocity Posse, we have a website, but with, um, with the women of color group, we mm. cycling, we have a Facebook group as well. And you just get in touch with us and we'll add you, um, both to our kind of WhatsApp groups, which are very, very, very lively places where lots of information is shared around um, cycling and just trying to get more women into cycling. And um, so, yeah, so just get in touch with me as well. If you want um, any more details, I'm happy. I'm happy to share. And yeah, yeah. hopefully I'll see you, some of you on the lanes. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So thank you so much. And I hope everyone's enjoyed and will tune in for the next installment. But I won't see you tomorrow because by the way, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I really hope to bump into you soon. And we've got some really exciting plans um, in terms of like doing outdoor rides at the moment. We ride mainly on the inside. You know, we do the Wednesday Swift rides, but we've got some really exciting plans. So stay tuned to our channels as well. And uh, thank everybody. Thank you, Viola, for joining. And then look forward to you having a great weekend. Right. Thank you so much, Kofi. Really fun chatting to you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.